Hi everyone, this is Jade, and this is DMT Podcast with David. Hi guys, I'm David. Um, We actually recorded this episode weeks in advance, but from the feedback we were getting, it was too long. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't bite-sized. Yeah, so we're actually going to split this uh, topic into three. Uh, Karmic, Soulmates, and Twin Flames. I thought it was very interesting to get to talk about because I started seeing it all over TikTok, YouTube, pretty much every social media platform, and I didn't know what these things were, so I decided to get into it, and it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. I want right. to. You're gonna drop some knowledge on us then, or what? Yeah. So, um, since we'll just get like the, I guess the most negative. Well, what's the first one? That's we're breaking up the part of three. What's the first part? Well, there isn't any parts. There's just like a label to, I guess, relationships. Well, I you guess. said it's going to be a trilogy, right? To this, to this. Yeah. Point. So there's like okay. So there's like three different labels you can put on a relationship. So, what's, what's part one? One is karmic, okay. which is what we're going to do today. Um, soulmates, and then this really big theory regarding twin flames. All right. So that's part three. That's the it's end like of the trilogy. It's like the big kahuna. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Um, From what I've learned, um, karmic relationships are relationships you will have that is meant to facilitate lessons we need to learn in this lifetime surrounding love and partnership. At the core of it all, of this, the the purpose of karmic relationships is is for you to learn and to grow um, and break out of like repeated cycles that you have done in your past, more likely than not, um, we'll have one of these karmic relationships in our lifetime. I can vouch for that. Um, it's the love that pushes your buttons and pushes you to grow. But these relationships aren't necessarily exactly smooth sailing and they will not actually heal your wounds, but they will trigger them in ways you'll start noticing your wounds so you won't. I guess. Run I mean, away are they, from them. Are they the cause of the wounds? Um. Do they make the wounds on you? No. I'm confused. I no? don't think so. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. But what do you think karmic relationships mean? I mean, I always think of karma as like a bad connotation, right? When mm-hmm. you hear, you know, I want good karma, I don't want, I don't want bad karma, so I'm not going to do anything bad. Or yeah. someone is a jackass. Yeah. You no, know, they say karma's gonna get them. Yeah. That's that's how I always think of it. So mm-hmm. I assume that that kind of translates over. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's supposed to like facilitate growth, but from what I've read about it, like it just sounds like a very addicting, toxic relationship. Okay, so the condition really, is bad. Yeah, like you really have to learn how to break the loop. Are there such a thing as like a good karmic relationship, or is that like an oxymoron? Yeah, yeah, and that's something like we can get into like in the next episode because that has like ties with soulmates and whatnot. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, so from what I've accumulated over the interwebs is that there's like, um. They, a lot of people have like compartmentalized in the mystical and spiritual community of what a karmic relationship looks like. So these are just a few pointers that I jotted down um, because it seems to show up in every single article, mm-hmm. I guess, that has written about this. Later on. Yeah, so 
to tell if you have a karmic relationship, um, one, you instantly feel connected to them. But there's a kicker. You sometimes get a very good feeling about this, but sometimes there's some fear attached to it. Like, depending on what the karma is. And that can be a fear of abandonment, jealousy, ending up alone, etc., etc. Seems like a pretty universal fear, though. Yeah. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, not everyone fears that, though. To some degree. Yeah. I'd say. Okay. Um, there's a lot of tr drama. Um, these relations are... How do you say that word? Tumultuous? tumultuous yeah. Tumultuous? Tumultuous. Yeah, tumultuous. <clears throat> um, if, if drama is the foundation, chances are you're in a karmic relationship. So if you're fighting a lot, um, you're miscommunicating. Yeah, but on the flip side, don't these arguments give chance for grounds for, of understanding and compromise? Yeah, the, it's, it's supposed to facilitate growth, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, right, right, if, like, but if you're not learning from like these fights and they're just fights just to be like, you're operating with your egos, you know, you're just like, well, you're wrong because of this and I'm right because of this. And it's just constantly going back and I forth see. and you're not really realizing the lesson at hand or what the actual issue is. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Yeah. So it, it gives you that foundation for growth. Yeah. Okay. Um, three, things can feel off quite early. Um, you might want to ask yourself, did you notice red flags even in the early stages? They say sometimes those triggers are a part of the lesson the relationship is meant to teach you. Interesting, the red flags, all the stuff mm -hmm. that you find peculiar that you notice. So like in a relationship for you, like what are your red flags? What are my red flags? Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest one I think anyone else can, uh, can attest to that is just not being truthful, just lying mm -hmm. just for the sake of it or being compulsive at it. I don't know. Seems bad. <laughs> I'm giving him the stink eye right now. Yeah, it smells in <laughs> Um, yeah, alcohol is like definitely my biggest red flag. But it's just a beverage. I know, but like, my father, dude. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, the person that I'm with cannot have alcohol. I'm just saying like how much you consume, that's an issue. Are you addicted to it? Any addiction issues? Well, addiction is funny. But what if your addiction is that other person? Right? <laughs> I'm addicted um, to that. What? <laughs> um, four. They make you feel frustrated, misunderstood. Karmic relationships are not perfect unions. They are about growth, like I mentioned earlier. Um, you might sometimes feel like the other person is unpleasant to be around for whatever reason. And it may be a feeling you can't quite place. You find their presence to be heavy and begrudging. But I feel like that's a big factor of wanting to be with someone if you don't like being around them. That's like, yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah. but. The whole point of like karmic relationships is like you feel all of these like heavy feelings that is pushing you to grow. But the thing is, is like, which I will get into a little bit is that it's also addicting. You don't know why it's addicting, but it's addicting. Like it's, it's intoxicating. I thought the definition of if you don't 
like their presence, that's kind of like... I know, that's a, that's a red flag. Yeah. But it's supposed to... You don't like hanging out with your friends, don't hang out with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) But it's supposed to make you think. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's supposed to, like, make you sit there and internalize, like, huh, or reflect, or like, hmm, why do I feel this way towards this person? Mm -hmm. Um, Rather than just, like, pushing it off. Um, Like I said, um, yet despite, like, the unpleasantry, you just don't want to let it go. They are very addicting. This is why looking from an outside perspective, people may think you're in a toxic relationship. Karmic karmic relationships easily become all-consuming. Even despite issues like inexplicable tensions or frustrations, you just feel like you can't let go. Um, You will always communicate. Fucking Rose let go, though. (laughs) Don't let go! I've never let go, Jack. That means let go right away. <laughs> I guess that was a covering relationship. I'm sorry. No, go that's ahead. a horrible. Like, oh my gosh, you're <laughs> you're just trying to put in like I, jokes. I just had. Um. I couldn't help myself. Seven. You'll always miscommunicate. The reason for miscommunication is so it can help you see what you value and expect in a relationship. It shows you where healing needs to take place. There are highs and lows. Things are never quite consistent. And while um, you may have good days with this person or even wonderful days where everything just seems perfect, there's a part of you that knows it's only a matter of time before things go south. They are repetitive. Those those highs and lows um, will tend to repeat themselves over and over again. Similarly, you may run into the same issues that carried over from a past relationship or early on in the year or something, indicating that the lesson that you need to learn, you're not learning, (laughs) Um, meaning you never learned it, and your soul is literally trying to tell you, like, wake the fuck up, motherfucker. Like, just finish this this level, please. Please? <laughs> I don't know if I should feel threatened. Or Why? Triggered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> should I be writing stuff down too? Um, Is there subliminal messaging? Here we Why? Do you feel? I'm sorry. Oh my god. Um, just starting to sweat here. They become codependent. Um, it's very easy for karmic relationships to be codependent. Um, there, you may feel like there's no other option but to give them all of your time and energy. Codependency could be money. Codependency could be emotional needs. Um, yeah. Time. Place to stay. Time. Yeah. All that stuff. If you find yourself in that situation, like, karmic or not, like, that's that's not a good thing to be in um, at all. Sounds draining, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they shine a light on your fears. This person will bring all your fears to the surface about your guys' love, your future, and your relationship together in general. Any past traumas will be brought into light. There's no running away from it. So they can trigger abandonment issues, jealousy, not being able to completely be honest with each other, etc., etc. Um, not that feeling like you're good enough. The or, lies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they can bring out the worst in you. The extreme nature of karmic relationships 
there's a roller coaster um, that can bring the worst out of the most level-headed people. So you may turn into someone you don't even recognize or even like um, around this person. Like they just trigger, trigger you. Um, they can make you exhausted. All the ups and downs, miscommunications, codependence, it eventually becomes energetically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting, especially when they're around. Like you just want space. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, but even after all of that, like you just feel like you can't let go. You may make excuses for your partner despite all of these things because your connection is so strong and you feel like it's meant to be. And 14 is that they don't last. Eventually when the time is right and the work and healing have been done, you will both move on. Your relationship is built on sand. So when I think of sand, I think of like beach sand. You know, you have, you walk by the beach and there's like a sand castle and the wave comes in and it'll eventually like take the sand castle away slowly and right. surely. But so it's like, it's fine. It. Yeah. Now, karmic relationships aren't, relationships that's gonna last like I don't know a year or so or even less than that like sometimes they will go on for like 20 years they'll go on for a really long time if you haven't learned your lesson sounds like a very very difficult lesson yeah because it's it's addicting you know that's why like you have like a uh maybe high divorce rates in like young people I mean, that could be a note to getting married young when you don't even know yourself or yeah, you yeah, truly yeah. know the mm-hmm. other individual mm-hmm. that you're promising to spend the rest of your life with. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Totally. Um, damn, you're just like looking out in space. Are you okay? I am processing the information right now. <laughs> um, so... Um, even two well-meaning people in love can wind up having a toxic relationship. It's possible, especially with a karmic connection. When you don't trust yourself or refuse to learn the lessons presented to you, your soul is suffocating. Um, and in the spiritual community, like they believe that you, like we, I can, I think we can all, even whether you're spiritual or not, we all have a soul, right? And like it's that inner voice in you that is literally telling you or just trying to shake you and telling you like wake up wake up like this doesn't feel right but you don't but you ignore it because you're constantly battling with your ego and ego doesn't necessarily mean like when you think of ego you think of egotistical in regards to like oh i only think about myself ego is like you're operating from fear or um arrogance or all that stuff you, you guys get what I mean. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you will know when it's time to take <clears throat> stock and give yourself permission to leave. At some point, if you're sitting there and reflecting, um, you'll, you'll know what you're meant to do. Unless you know how to heal from past uh, unresolved issues, they will create huge irrevocable problems in the future for the relationship. If you've ever found yourself in a relationship with a narcissist, you may understand this all too well too. So if you're ignoring red flags or negotiating with your own feelings of angst, this could be an opportunity to practice self-love and believe in yourself. Do you agree? Of course, I wholeheartedly believe that you should love yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Get yeah. your goddamn vessel. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Yeah. That's okay. what I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the best thing you can, just a word of advice, it's like the best thing you can do if you think you're in a karmic relationship and it has turned toxic, um, you need to realize that you deserve to be happy and focus on your relationship with yourself because self-love is very important. Self-love is going to take you very far in life. I'm just letting you guys know that. Um, so how do you, obviously you're listing it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it because it's the complete incompatibility with each other or is this no compromise, you know, see at eye or? Sometimes it has nothing to do with, um, you know, if it's an issue of love or compatibility. Because um, for the most part, these karmic relationships don't pan out. Yeah. Right? That's mm-hmm. how you have the, that change. And, you know, like, what was I thinking with this person? And you learn from it. Learn mm-hmm. from all, all these experiences. But you did foreshadow that some karmic relationships do work, right? Or they don't. Um, you can be in a karmic relationship for the rest of your life if you want to. If you don't want to put in the work to um, love yourself and figure out the issues that you have to figure out, I guess. Because I'm pretty sure you've met people who constantly go in a loop. Right. Like, you talk to them when they were 18 years old mm-hmm. and there are these problems, and then mm-hmm. you go talk to them again, like, seven years later, and apparently, like, they're still dating that person. They're, it's still, they're still unhappy. Like, they yeah, just don't no get change, it. no change, no change. Like, they're afraid to move forward in their life or whatnot. Maybe it's fear or whatever. So, in- inherently... Mm-hmm. The definition of the relationship it is finite it will terminate i guess i mean the way that i can look at karmic relationships is that you can try to um make the per like believe that it's going to work out but the, the the fact is, is it's not going to work out yeah the reality of it that's what, yeah. I'm, that's what i'm trying to get at mm-hmm. so it's an innately bad even though you get lessons and you learn from the interaction it is innate if you choose to learn if you choose to learn yeah i mean you can also stop the relationship and still not learn anything that happens too yeah and then if you do that you're going to be presented with another karmic connection until you learn that lesson that's what I mean when I say it's like you a said, game. You have you to try to, your soul survey. is literally telling you, it's like, dude, just get it over with. Like, rip the band-aid off. We need to level up, yo. Here's another serving of misery. Yeah. Funny. So, um, have you been in a karmic relationship? In terms of... It doesn't have to be, like, a romantic. Yeah, it's not romantic. Mm-hmm. I mean, friends, people I know. They've kind of come and gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying any of our relationships were toxic. We do stupid, stupid things together, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's toxic. And I've had time to reflect on maybe my strengths and weaknesses with mm-hmm. uh, with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And why the way I am. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I mean, that has been time for me where I reflected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not anywhere what's described on that list. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never argued. Yeah, I feel like friends. this list is like more tailored to um, romantic. Romantic. Yeah. Yeah. 
romantic relationships. And I think usually the theme of a lot of these, this topic in, in general is you kind of assume it's romantic. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about these kind of relationships, soulmates, and all that stuff. It's kind mm-hmm. of assumed that it's a romantic relationship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessary. Yeah. It could be like a toxic best friend. Oh, or could be, like that. could be, could be like a yes man, yeah, that just kind of tells you what you want to hear and doesn't help you improve. I get you, okay. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Yes, I have been in a karmic relationship before. <laughs> um, it was in high school. It is a very infamous relationship that mm. I think a lot of people know about. Sounds spicy. It was very spicy. But out of the respect for him, I'm not going to disclose the majority of what happened. All I can say is that um, it was definitely, God damn it. Um, it was definitely a relationship that taught me that I deserved better. That I wanted better. And that's how Good I lesson. was able to like sever the cord. Good lesson. Yeah. Now the follow-up question, have you gotten better? Yes. Nice. I would I would like to believe so. At a girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, there's not really that many, like, uh, regarding, like, karmic relationships, I feel like there's not really that much to I mean, talk about. People are going to be asking, like, how do I know if yeah. my relationship... Because sometimes you're blind when you're that close, you know? Yeah. And it takes up a certain person... Uh, a third party or something like that. So you hear like those cliche stories of why you with that person. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. I can see it. Yeah. yeah sometimes you're a little. That's blind. why, like you know, like I mentioned earlier in the list, that uh, is that you will make up excuses. Oh, she's like this because of this. Oh, mm-hmm. he's like this because of this. True. You know, and like at some point, like you're gonna start losing friends. You're gonna start losing people that support your guys' relationship. Um, that's how you know you're in a karmic relationship because if you were in a loving relationship, you wouldn't lose anybody, right? Right. Unless like you were losing people that weren't good for you. Like say for example, you have a best friend that is addicted to, I don't know, heroin and your significant other is telling me, telling you that like, you yeah, shouldn't. Yeah, dude. What yeah, the fuck? <laughs> you stingy best. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyways guys, um, that's the end to this episode. And we'll see you guys next time to talk about soulmates. And that one's a lot more complicated um, from what I've researched. That it's, it's not what you guys think it is. You actually have thousands, thousands upon thousands of soulmates. Um, I mean, and they don't makes, have to be just on a romantic connotation. It could makes be family sense with members, the name. Soulmates, friends, plural. Yeah. Right. So we'll get yeah, but we'll get into it next time. All right. Bye. Later.